So yesterday, if you remember, we had a discussion about Alberta politics that uh, had a lot of people in the audience sort of pining for another choice. They don't feel at home with the UCP or the NDP, and uh, they're lost for a third more moderate option, which, of course, led us to start talking about the Alberta party, which positions itself as Alberta's centrist option. Unfortunately for them, without a whole lot of success to this point, uh, just a handful of MLAs now and then in previous elections, and in the last election, they ran candidates in all 87 ridings, and they lost in all 87 ridings. So, while we were discussing the party yesterday, Jackie Fenske, who's the acting party leader, got a hold of me on Twitter and said, hey, Shay, we're, we're just a phone call away. We can tell you what we're doing. And I said, okay, that sounds reasonable. Let's set it up. So we did, and I'm thrilled that Jackie can join us now to tell us all about the Alberta Party. Jackie, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks, Shay, and thanks for the opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, we're a couple of years out from the next election, and I think there definitely is some ground to be uh, made up for you guys, obviously, in terms of seats. But not only that, just raising the awareness of the fact that, hey, you don't have to be NDP or UCP in this province. What kind of work is underway to make that happen? Well, certainly, Shay, it is more difficult when we don't have seats in the legislature, yeah. but we've been doing our best, and part of it, I guess, is incumbent on mainstream media, because I think that's where people say, well, we're not hearing from you, but we do issue uh, media rele- releases, uh, usually on a weekly basis, but I know that the number of reporters has been reduced, uh, there's always a new burning issue that the government creates, so it's you know, you've only got so much airtime, so you pick and choose. But certainly we're always looking for, you know, what can we do to uh, get out the word um, in a more efficient, better manner. But we do have our website. And um, actually what we have started this summer, we had one again last night, is uh, the Big Listen. Now, several years ago, that's kind of sort of the formation of Mm -hmm. the current Alberta Party. We went around the province and we talked to people and just listened to them. And so we have uh, started the Big Listen 2.0. This was our second in the summer, so um, about every week. Our shadow cabinet ministers uh, take on, take take it upon themselves to host a call from Albertans, Zoom in this particular case. Though we're probably going to, towards the end of summer, try to do a combination of Zoom and in-person. You know, we've had to adapt and adopt. pivot just like every other uh, Albertan has had to do in in this case. And we want to listen. If, um, the one thing that keeps coming out just in this short period of time, sort of over and over, is the word respect. Uh, certainly we want to follow up on that. Now, the 2.0 Big Listen followed uh, a series of panels that we hosted in the last 16 months or since I've arrived here. Uh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, where we provided the opportunity for experts to comment on such things as hydrogen and agriculture, um, uh, talking to the disa- the community that um, uh, has uh, either is disabled uh, themselves or have uh, loved ones that have disabilities, and uh, just trying to hear from them and what what we needed to to do to educate ourselves. So now we've got that background of information. Now we want to hear from other Albertans as to sort of what's on their mind. What would they like to see changed? What what are their priorities and how, how would they like those priorities addressed? And then this, of course, will lead to a policy uh, conference following the election of our new leader. Which is planned for when? That was one of the key questions, obviously. Having a a formal leader in place will make a big, big difference. So what's the timeline for that? 
Uh, that will be in the first week in November. It will be, <clears throat> sorry, uh, in conjunction with our next AGM. And uh, so uh, the nomination period for the period that people have to put their nominate their uh, applications in ends. I think it's August 25th. Sorry, I might be off on a day or two as far as the number, but towards the end of August, and uh, the board has until August 30th to approve those candidates. And uh, then we're off uh, preparing for the leadership race, which I believe will probably be the will be probably be the only party in Alberta that will actually have a leadership race. I mean, unless yeah, the current sure. premier changes his mind. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we're talking about a leader, um, the timing there is kind of interesting, Jackie. November, which would be immediately following the municipal elections in October. And we know there's some big names in municipal politics that are stepping away from that. Have there been discussions with, oh, I don't know, Nahed Nenshi, Don Iveson, some other high-profile city councillors? Um, are there any discussions underway with some names that we might recognize? Um, okay, uh, there are names you will recognize. There uh, have been discussions with sitting uh, municipal leaders. Uh, I believe there's some contemplation, maybe perhaps not the ones that you've identified. Sure, okay. Uh, but uh, I'm not in a position right now to sort of <clears throat> disclose those names, but... Yeah, there will be. There definitely will be a race. Excellent. Okay, interesting. Now, I guess the question here is, and I talk a lot about it on the show. This whole environment of us versus them politics that we've um, sort of bought into. I mean, it, not not everybody, and I think for the majority of people, they're not interested in the outrage politics. It's they actually want to 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 examine the issues and think about it without just reacting from that angry place, um, which seems to fit perfectly with what you're doing. Are you hearing that when you're holding these big listens? Is that what people are saying to you? Give us an option that isn't. Just is based on, I hate that other person? Well, that's certainly what we're hearing. And what we see with a two-party system currently in our legislature is that us versus them. And, um, I mean, sometimes we're up to childish childish antics uh, within the legislature. And people want us to act like adults, and they want us to pre- present those kinds of ideas and actually base it on some types of facts and and respect of the L- the general you and me albertan right Right. and what what is respect it's listening it's um it's active listening and it's transparency and it's uh politeness as well but um, everybody has something that they want to add but going back to that yes and we're trying to present those alternatives i mean we were out there with hydrogen solutions uh Last December or November, we were working on that, and then the UCP decided that was a great one, and finally the NDs decided, oh, yes, we should get on the bandwagon. But we know that you have to be looking forward, and we have to present those ideas. Uh, I was just at a golf tournament on Monday, and um, business community in Edmonton, and I was absolutely floored. I did not initiate the conversation. And I was not there as the acting leader of the Alberta Party. But everybody wanted to talk about the Alberta Party because they said, we are uh, disappointed with the UCP. This is not the conservative government we thought we had elected. And we certainly do not refuse to go back to uh, the NDs because they weren't good for business in Alberta. And these were, as I said, business leaders from the Edmonton area. 
So uh, they do want an alternative, and they want the options. And they, as I said, they want us to act like adults and put some uh, some great ideas on the table. And so we're trying to do that. Um, you're somebody who's been around politics for a long time. You've got experience. You've got history with politics. So let me ask you, because the reason these parties do this uh, is because it, it works. It's effective yep. to motivate people. Um, to make them angry is a great motivator. That's why they do it. That's why they play that game. When you're not going to get into that, and that's sort of the road that you've chosen, we're not going to devolve into us versus them politics. We're actually going to present ideas. Um, it's tough to motivate, and I think that may be reflected in the numbers of seats that you've won over the years. How do you bridge that gap in terms of motivating people, getting them inspired, without picking fights? I mean, that's what everybody yeah. does. You're right. I mean, that sells the clicks and that uh, sure. that gets listeners riled up and they want to listen. Um, perhaps the uh, what happened in the United States in the past few years might prove Turn to be some somewhat off. of an example. Yeah. I mean, we have to hope that way. And I guess our, I, you know, our ideas have to resonate. And we go back then I, to the mainstream media. Um, you know, I mean, part of that, and I understand it's because of staff shortages and it's because of uh, reduced opportunities, but uh, to present the democratic picture too, so to get people thinking. And, um, you know, we have a, a shadow cabinet that's what we've created with people who are passionate about the areas that they represent. And uh, so they've been out there uh, putting out op eds, engaging people. Uh, will that part of it, it will have to be our election strategy too. We plan to run 87 candidates. But then there will be some riding, as some constituencies that will probably, well, that definitely will have uh, uh, an easier time in uh, electing someone. And that is our goal, is to get some people in the legislature where we can actually uh, have people listen to us and present policies and ideas uh, to affect change. Because Albertans are... You know, we've gone through a really rough period of time, and we do need some hope, and we need some vision for the future. Uh, just only have a minute left here, but let's put one of the big policy issues in front of you and what the Alberta Party's position is. So 30-second uh, response to public sector wages and the fight between doctors and nurses and the government saying we need to roll back wages. Where do you, what do you do with that one? Okay, so first of all, 30 seconds is tough, but let's just the health services generally. Uh, certainly there are opportunities through attrition. We need to sit down with uh, the, the bodies, whether that is the professional associations, whether that's the unions, to say, where do you guys want to be in five years? Uh, let's sit down and figure this out together. I think that that has got to be the starting point. And, I mean, if there's no money to do anything... In five years, that's not good for anyone, so let's find some solutions. But certainly attrition has to be part of that picture uh, when it comes to AHS. That's not necessarily for the doctors. But as a former teacher myself, you know, I mean, we all are looking to the future, and we want Alberta to be strong, and we need to have everybody at the table to make those decisions. So some collaborative approaches. Instead yes. of the us versus them, as we've been talking about. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jackie, I apologize. I didn't leave enough time. We'll have to do this again, and we'll actually go through some of the issues that Albertans are facing and see where the Alberta Party stands, because uh, it's interesting to have another voice injected into the conversation. I appreciate your time today. And we appreciate the time, too. Thanks, Shay. You bet. Thanks, Jackie. That okay. is Jackie Fenske, who is the acting leader of the Alberta Party.